It's time for the Minecraft Podcast, episode 123. Hello and welcome to the Minecraft Podcast. This week we have Badge. We have Good. We have Seth Bling as special guest. What's up, everybody? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's you what I'm saying. It upsets like me heard. whenever I say we have so and so, and then there's silence. And it's like, this is oh, yeah. most oh, yeah, it is, people it is, listen it is on audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wish I waved. <laughs> you wave, and it's like, yeah. never, oh, never mind. Yeah. I'm not going to bring this up wow. now. Chat with the height. Chat with what? Yeah. The hate. The hate. The hate. Bring it God, the dang it, you guys. Get professional. Um, no, it's no big deal at all. Uh, we, me, uh, I, I wanted to get like a whole TwitchCon <laughs> crew because we just came back from TwitchCon, you know, over the weekend. Yeah, Batch, like, what the hell, man? Why are you here? <laughs> but like, Could Seth, you like, please like, go away? Alien couldn't do it. Seth couldn't, or Sevidus couldn't do yeah, it. Seth, Seth could do it. You guys are the worst. I know, I know. Um... And then I, I'll be honest, uh, I was like, I was going down the line. I didn't even, I didn't even reach out to BCC. I feel bad about that now when I'm thinking about it. Um, so yeah, I didn't, with the height. it was like an idea and then it kind of stopped with Seth. Uh, and so there now, now that's why well, we you thought Seth. you had five at that point, right? So yeah, we thought we had, co- yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's, there's a whole timeline to this, but, um, <laughs> But hey, TwitchCon was uh, this last Friday and Saturday. Uh, it was the people who were there was uh, Good, Seth, Sevidus, Aurelian, BTC, myself. That's it. Any, anyone else? Cool. That sounds like that sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. Six. Yeah. yeah. So we had a. I had a great time. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. What was y'all's feelings on it? There were there were problems at the convention. I mean, the really? convention itself, like it's the because it's the first time it had a couple of problems, but mostly it was really good. The thing I liked the most about it was uh, like it's something like Minecon. I'm literally just going from one thing to another. I have to have security escort me so that I'm not like signing autographs because I just need to like get from one thing to another. And it's um, but with with TwitchCon, I had a little bit of a more sparse schedule, and also like when I wasn't doing something for like official TwitchCon business. I actually was able to spend some time wandering around. And the really cool thing about it is was the physical space was small enough that I would just randomly run into other streamers or people that I wanted to say hi to anyway. And so at a normal convention, I often have problems just like saying hi to everyone that I want to say hi to. But this one, I just like, I accidentally ran into these people and just like had an hour long conversation. It was great. It reminded me of uh, PlayOnCon, kind of. Like it's super, super tiny and super, super expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so what's funny is for me, it uh, it was actually probably the least expensive convention ever because I drove. Yeah, up. you drive and. Should we talk about all these issues? I, I mean, it was well, it's San Francisco. San Francisco is a pretty expensive place in general. So yeah, yeah that, that's one kind of downside. But that's because that's where Twitch is headquartered. That's why they had right. it there. Yeah. Yeah, like the cheapest hotel room that I could find in San Francisco was $300 a night. Because you also booked late because we were under the impression there was different accommodations. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that was a bummer. It is a pretty expensive city, though, is it not? Yeah. Yeah. I guess all of California is just like 
Like, who the fuck can afford to live in California, Chad? I think San Francisco is the most <laughs> city, though, in the country, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, no, to me, I mean, I know San Francisco pretty well, and it is just stupid expensive. You do anything, and it's just like, well, there goes $30. Oh, here, do another thing. Oh, there goes $30. Oh, eat some food. Oh, there's $30. $30. Goodbye. Chad, the parking that you you had was like as expensive as a motel in like it a. Was. Like, it was. It was. I got like a day and a half of parking. It was sixty five dollars. Yeah, it's like you could stay. Like if I was to drive back home, like in Texas, like I could stay at a at a Quality Inn and pay the yeah. exact same amount. It's kind of interesting because I had just booked our house for Pack South right before this convention, and it was cheaper than I paid for our hotel, and that's going to sleep all of us in Texas. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. So, I wonder if they'll uh, continue to do TwitchCon at San Francisco every year. I bet they will because that's same. just like where they're, where they're. Yeah, and the Moscone Center can grow to, feed, to fit if it continues to grow. Do you feel like – that the convention will grow like Minecon did from one year to the next with uh, an exponential growth. Like with the well, Minecon group. doesn't actually grow that much. It's, it's true. Like, it, it could though. Like Five thousand to sixty five hundred. Uh, it was not a huge. Yeah, change. yeah. Totally I think I think TwitchCon will definitely grow. I think I think the website is still growing a lot. I think there's so and I just yeah I think that definitely the it was just the first convention you have to to keep it small the first time to figure out what what you're doing. I think. Yeah. It's, Bro. Right. I wonder I wonder what the limiting factor was that prevented them from selling out their tickets. <laughs> Sorry. I can see like a cat going to the bathroom in the background no, of your no, show. There's no bathroom back Drink there. Water. <laughs> he was like Oh, they they, 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 they moved the water around for whatever reason. I don't know why. They like the water no, I don't like it in this position. No, it. like well Conifer, he only has one eye, and like I think he has a problem with depth perception as a result. So the water actually has to be moving from to see where it's at. So he'll touch I, it. Like he'll he'll go, his face in it several there. times. He's like, the fuck? So he's not he's not the brightest of cats. So, so sorry, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what do you think the limiting factor was on uh, them not selling out tickets this year? Like you think it was because school had already started back or well have, they haven't you, released any official numbers, have they? I don't know. I know what the t- ticket number sold was, and they they didn't sell. They had like still like six thousand tickets available. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I think I think uh, that's it. I also think it's it's still people when I talk to them, I can say, oh yeah, I do YouTube videos, and then I also do Twitch streams. And it's like at YouTube, there's I see the recognition in their eyes, and then Twitch yeah. streams. They glaze over just a little bit. Yeah. Like literally every Uber we took in San Francisco asked about it and every one of them knew what YouTube was and none of them knew what Twitch was. Yeah. yeah. I still think it's just a newer platform. Yeah. Well, I think I Twitch think is more uh, gamey, isn't yeah. it? YouTube yeah. is synonymous with videos in general. Right. So someone could say, Oh, you know what? I've viewed I've seen a cooking tutorial or something. Yeah. So I get it. You know, people make money off of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I felt this kind of. Um, I felt like there was a limiting factor also when that was in San Francisco. I mean, that's when I had the picnic. That there was a whole conversation about who was getting cheaper accommodations and how. One of my fans was staying in a hostel with other random strangers with a shared bathroom, bedroom, or bathroom. Yeah, uh, because it was so expensive to be in San Francisco. 
Do you think that hostels would be more welcoming if they didn't have the name hostel? It just sounds so hostile, right? Like, I've always been afraid of a hostel because it sounds like a hostile environment. You know, it's so like, right? I know they're spelled differently, but they just, it really is off putting. Like, I think Airbnb is basically a hostile type environment. <laughs> See, it just, but uh, it, it'd be slightly different, but I think it's more welcoming just because the name doesn't sound so bad. I don't think. Well, I think it's because you have to share bedrooms with lots of weird, strange yeah. people. That movie probably didn't help either. The hostel movie where <laughs> hostel was like it was just like a horror film. See, I'm positive that movie started because of the exact same thing. A writer was sitting there going, "What do we want to talk about? Oh, you stayed in a hostel this weekend? Oh, that's a weird hostel. Hmm, there's a movie there. There's a movie there. Play on words is always a great way to start a movie. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that was a big limiting factor as well how much were tickets well, that's uh, the reason why i brought that up is because those are hurdles they can't really overcome unless they move location which is unlikely with the twitch offices being there and stuff it seems like you know, that what's is funny uh, is i like I, I don't think anyone agrees with me but i like vegas for conventions oh i love vegas for conventions i mean because it's like whole, the whole the whole, entire the whole, of like, vegas is like ready to do conventions right there's tons of transportation that doesn't have to require a rental car there's like there's the little light rail there's tons of taxis uber works everywhere uh if you yeah cheap hotels if you happen to have a rental car or you or you drive in parking everywhere for free because they want you to go into the into the you know casino and spend your money it's uh, not as kid friendly. Yeah, but I, I mean, who cares. <laughs> we had Minecon there. Yeah, I feel yeah, like but then they immediately were like, well, "This was a big mistake." This is everyone. Everyone, you know, everyone said that, but were there? Did you actually hear of any like problems? That's the thing is, I, no, I, I mean, feel like great. on the surface, yeah, like it. billboards are not kid friendly. But when you're there, I've never felt like, oh my god, would never. And TwitchCon also. TwitchCon is not the same, even the same demographic as MineCon. There were, I mean, it was mostly like it high school, college. It was much, skewed much older. But there's trade shows in Vegas all the time. No, I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It felt like a trade show. So I exactly. think it would fit in. Like it was, yeah, it was just a straight trade show. Um, that was my, well, my question because um, what was actually there at TwitchCon? Was it, was it just streamers? No. No, there were a lot of there were a lot of viewers. People who just came to meet all their favorite streamers too. There's also uh, a lot of companies, companies that I didn't partners. This is just basically another convention. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was like uh, the Expo Hall floor. They had, they had two floors. There was an education floor, which is like partners of of Twitch people that integrate into the API, uh, companies that uh, so like you think of Twitch alerts. Of- Stream Pro was there. Uh, um, you know, the Skype was in in that area. There's a lot Game of like Wisp. companies, Game Wisp. Uh, there was also a whole area just for the uh, charities, so Extra Life and Game Changer, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Doctor Without Borders, yeah, had, like a mini mini speed run marathon going on there. Yeah, so that uh, was all up. Also the on that floor uh, was the Amazon booth, which was a probably one quarter of the floor, maybe I don't know, uh, the floor space, not the actual room. Um, and then probably half of the room was a gaming lab, or one third of the room, um, where we what did makes a it very a lab. 
I've called it that. I don't know. That's what they called it, though, right? No, they the called it the lab. gaming lab. Why? Why? But yeah, I don't know why it's a lab. It didn't really feel like a laboratory. I don't know. Labrador? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a gaming it's like a computer lab, right? Yeah. Computer lab isn't yeah. a laboratory. It's But they call it a computer lab. But I feel like that's like in school, the computer lab is where I went to, to do school work. Like it felt like a... I don't know what I don't I don't know. I don't know why it felt like that made sense, but here it was just where awkward streams happen. <laughs> Real awkward streams. Oh my god. So uh we were scheduled, twelve of us were scheduled to do a stream, a Minecraft stream for this area. Twelve, 12 people. Okay. Here's how it was described to us. Yes. We're for two hours we're gonna be gaming with fans and stuff you know like that. It wasn't even described to us. That's the problem. No, they just <laughs> said show up. No, what it was on our schedule. They were like, show up. You have two hours at the Minecraft gaming session. Yeah. Okay. I had asked Aaron. To no, we didn't even know if it was being streamed or anything. No, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't think it was. I, like, I had asked Aaron what it was. That's what she told me. You're just okay. gaming okay. with some fans that you can come and go as you please. That's And that's the key point is, is I heard that as well, that you could show up late. You could leave early. Like, no big deal. It's just this two hour block where you could game if you want to. Yeah. So me, Chad, and Seth. Were the first four there, and they well, were like, are you, you, "Are you streamers? Do you want?" Oh, okay, yeah. so here's what actually happened: is I wanted, I really badly wanted to stream for Game Changer Charity uh, and help those guys out, and they had booked us for a time uh, for me and Good to stream Rocket League, and they were running behind schedule, and this thing was coming up, and I, and we didn't know much about it. We kind of knew that, so I went over and scattered it out. Like, hey, just want to know, like, what is it? Like, what are we doing? What's your plan? Blah, blah, blah. And immediately, like, that's what was running through my head. And immediately they're like, you're a streamer. You were supposed to be here five minutes ago. We've been looking for someone. And I was like, well, okay. Like, I guess I'll go get some people. So I go grab Good, uh, Seth, and, and myself, and we head back. And they're like, streamer? Are you a streamer? We need someone. <laughs> you take it away. They're, yeah. They're yeah. pretty panicked. So then they mic us up and they sit us down. They're like, all right, you're going to be streaming here. Scavenger hunt. Well, no, at first they just would be streaming here. We were like, <laughs> you're streaming. No, yeah, they didn't say what. And they were like, they were like, like throwing for, mics on us. And like, yeah, they were like, mics. And we like, so we're going to be here for two hours? Like, <laughs> in the bathroom a little bit. And they're like, nope, just go. <laughs> and, yeah, they didn't say and they're like well do we have a plan for us? They're like, just play Minecraft. It'll be yeah. fine. They're like, listen, we set up a server, okay? We've set, we've set up the entire server for you yeah. already. There's no, this is no brainer. Okay, server's been set up. Stop your complaining. <laughs> was it in the little one that showed up and like point out? Someone's pointed out the scavenger hunt on the on a screen or something. There was, I don't remember who took the picture that you took a picture of, Seth. That I took the picture uh, of. Yeah, I, I guess know. it was it was the it was the camera guy who was micing us up. And yeah, he was like, okay. hey, I found this thing. I took a photo for you. <laughs> and I think I think the problem is they were used to, like, I think before us had been, like, Counter-Strike or something. And so when you're playing Counter-Strike, you just play Counter-Strike. Right. But with Minecraft, obviously, I've never gone into a two-hour session of playing Minecraft without a very solid plan for what I want to do. <laughs> and they're just like, nope. Uh, okay, I guess, yeah, okay, here's the scavenger hunt. That'll probably take two hours, right? And it was the worst. <laughs> Whoever made the scavenger hunt has never played the game before. <laughs> like, there's no way. Is there gold? Can they look for gold? Like, okay. like, I want to find my phone. Where the hell is it? God. Oh, yeah. I, I have the picture, too. The picture of the scavenger. picture. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then the other thing was they 
the way the microphone setup worked was the worst because there, yeah, it's a block of coal, torch, block of gold, paper, flint and steel, glass, and block of redstone, which is just like. I would like to point out that this photo, <laughs> that photo that you have, yeah, is like a photo, a photo, a photo, of, a photo. of Seth's yeah, that's a photo, photo of my, of my, my the camera. cameraman's yeah. photo of yeah. a screen. But, so the way the microphone setup worked was insanely bad because we had four people we had two people on one side of the desk two people on the other side of the desk and there was like computers in between and you could not hear anyone except through like normal means of hey you look over at someone and say hey what's up dude and the problem is and then we are we are also being relayed through the pa system in the convention center so that's really how we could actually hear people was through the pa system but that was was insanely echoey where we were sitting and you could not at all hear the people across sitting across from you so we had two two like <laughs> pairs of people each talking and they couldn't hear the other he couldn't even really we couldn't even really tell if the other people were talking so we're just constantly talking over each other <laughs> and not able to communicate what what'd you say yeah what was, i couldn't sorry i couldn't what it was the most awkward thing, and like it, it to me, it had to feel awkward to the viewer, people watching. But everyone afterwards were like, "No, it was pretty good." It's like I don't know how the scavenger hunt was done in like eight minutes or something. Like, right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I figured it out, and then yeah. I was like, "I want to make a monument to the scavenger hunt," and then you guys were like, "Monument, great idea. Let's make a monument to TwitchCon. Goodbye." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, yeah. we couldn't hear what you were saying. No, I just heard the word monument. No, no, that's a good idea. And, That'll and probably I, take so what's minutes. crazy is that that whole area was branded with Discord, Discord, like this, the, it, which it's like basically a competitor to Skype where you have rooms, you can talk and whatnot. And so I was like, well, this must be installed on this computer. So I leave the game and I start oh, yeah. looking at Discord and the guy runs over and is like, what are you doing? Get back in the game. Like you're streaming right now. And I'm like, I can't, I've been quiet for the last 20 minutes because I don't want to talk over them because they're over there having a conversation. I'm making zero content for you. I can't hear this at all. So they're like, okay, we'll figure it out. So they go over to each person individually to try to get them to join the room and they don't know how to do it. Like, I'm like, is this not totally branded? Can you not eventually? No, I joined your room and I couldn't. There was couldn't just hear. no sound. Or yeah, exactly. Or... And I couldn't hear you. There was the like creators of this application right... had a booth like yeah. right over there. It was like 10 feet away. Yeah. It was the Discord booth. And nobody could figure this out. We couldn't leave. And then no one else right. like took the initiative to like, hey, God, that programmed this. Help these people. <laughs> I don't know. I did where it streamed. I've had no one mentioned to me yeah. outside of that area <laughs> that they saw it on the Internet. Which is good. There was a. There was a stream oh, yeah. for the gaming lab, I think. I, I heard about this afterwards. Okay. It's a mess, uh, but nobody saw it. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was weird is so, okay, we're playing, and then we realized, okay, this sun's not moving. Okay, the server's on some game mode. It wasn't peaceful because was I later easy. found a spawner that was spawning things, but yeah. I don't nope, think it was peaceful. Spawning. Oh, no. it, was weird. It, was, it was on easy game mode. Must but if been. it was on easy, mobs would have spawned in the caves. There were no mobs. There except for that one mob spawn. Maybe they turned mob spawning off, which was oh, still allows. Yeah, oh, okay. There we go. So it was a game yeah. rule set to turn off All mob right. spawning, but they'll still spawn from spawners. Yeah, it was that's, weird. That's why we could take hunger damage. Okay, now it's all come together. We could. Their PvP was off too, so we couldn't even do like King of the Ladder. And that would have been great. We could oh yeah, like whatever we were. Dude, the last thirty minutes were the most awkward thing. Seth was like, like we we finished our TwitchCon logo. Twitch, everything was there. 
And Seth was like, I know ladders. I'm like, that's a great idea, Seth. We could climb to the top and look at each other and not punch each other at all. Uh, yeah. (sighs) I think what happened there was that somebody had a plan for what we were going to do and it was not communicated to the people running that area. And so it just all fell apart. Yeah, it fell apart in a big way. I mean, it was harsh. Very harsh. We made it happen somehow. But I don't know. Like, the, there were other parts of the convention that were run just fine. Like, the, the panels were, were running pretty smoothly, I think. Um, like, I don't know. The meet and greet lines were, were well put yeah. together. Yeah, I yeah. thought the whole thing overall was, was yeah. really well, especially for a first-year convention. I thought it was all very good. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I was there, but... I'll work that out before next year. <laughs> right. Um, is there any other? I had stuff? a lot of fun meeting the people I got to meet. Though I met someone on my uh, on my way home too. I went right off the, the 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 flight in Raleigh. I was coming out of the bathroom and some little guy ran up to me. Little guy he who's me. like, "Hey!" And you're like, "Oh, you're so yeah. small." I hey, little person. <laughs> hey, little person. How's it going? Uh, no. Um. Well, cool. Very good. So TwitchCon in general was great for everyone. Yeah. yeah. I it's thought our panel was good, but it was yeah, not yeah. planned at all. Yeah, we didn't. We've kind of been planning those panels less and less, and mm-hmm. but I mean, they they come out okay. Aurelian's just like a really good moderator. She she's very quick. She yeah, knows what to do. I was on this other panel. Uh, it was switching specialties. So this is sort of like I think one of. It, I feel like it was kind of thrown together. This panel, um, it was switching specialties. So like you know I was doing Minecraft for a while, and then I kind of stopped doing Minecraft and started doing speedruns. That's the sort of thing we're talking about, switching specialties. And so there were some other guys on the panel, um, and I think they were their personality is... It, it was um, it's like Soda Poppin' and Summit, and their personality is more of just like when they're streaming, they're just like carefree. They're not like... They're not really tryhards, like I kind of am. And so, <laughs> so when it came to the panel, you know, they were joking around. They were trying to make it entertaining, for like a normal stream would be. And so, and I was answering the questions very seriously on this panel. And uh, so after the panel, I had several people come up to me and say, thank you for taking it seriously. I like feel like I learned a lot from you. And I'm like, I'm going to follow you. I'm, I didn't know who you were before this. And I'm going to you know make sure and check out your content. So that felt really good. That was cool. But then I, I went and uh, after the after the convention, I went back and watched the stream with ReChat so I could see what all the, you know, chat was like during the stream and whenever i talked uh you know that resident sleeper emote it's just like the guy sleeping mm-hmm. everyone spammed that and they're like oh my god it's the boring guy again <laughs> that's what happened on the stream so it's really interesting the difference between being at the convention which is more like a trade show and then watching the streams of the panels i guess that's more of like the traditional viewership uh like really immature <laughs> like people who aren't there to like learn anything yeah. But they want to be entertained by Soda Pop in the Summit. So just like interesting to see a juxtaposition. I didn't know that was a thing. I want to watch our panel now back with uh, yeah. ReChat. No, yeah. we yeah, ReChat is great. Uh, it's just a well, Chrome I think, extension. I think it's, the problem was that like a lot of the viewership for this panel was drawn in by right. these other streamers, right? right. Whereas for our yeah. panel, it's probably just mostly our our viewers. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Well, no, I would just like to see. I mean, I I feel like I always miss that. Like Sevenus always does that. He pulls up the chat while we're doing our panel. Yeah. I don't ever do that, and I don't know, I'm always kind of curious. Man, if I had had my had the chat during that panel, and the everyone was like, "Oh, good, it's the boring guy again." I, <laughs> like, 
I would have just like cried. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, yeah. Okay, I'll just leave now. Yeah. So Seth saved my ass. I uh, didn't make it to one of my panels that I was supposed to moderate, <laughs> and uh, Seth moderated it. So it's like it was like an hour before the panel. Goon's texting me. He's like, I don't think I can make it. I'm not feeling great. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. Come here and we'll talk about it. You don't have to feel nervous about this panel. And he's like, no, like, I feel sick. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, and, I'm physically ill. I am like, currently puking. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm moderating this panel. Like, I freaked out for five minutes. Aurelian helped talk me down. And uh, and then I just came with a bunch of questions. And actually, I think it went really well. That was the, uh, that was the transitioning from YouTube to Twitch panel. Yeah. And so that was just me, Jordan, and Max. And then Jordan, Jordan left 45 minutes in. So it was just me, Max, at the end. taking What? From, uh, he had to get to his My Night panedal. Oh. Yeah. Wait, so they, he they, was they, booked? They them right up against one yeah. another. Oh, gosh. Double we had to leave 15 minutes early. But, uh, but I honestly think the panel went well. I, I think we got a, into a lot of topics. And uh, I think it was good. I'm sure there were some resident sleeper comments, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, it's pretty good. Cool. Let's move on. Good. What do you got for us? Um, I just wanted to bring up since uh, half of this pan- or panel uh, group is playing Mario Maker. It sold one over 1 million units so far and 2.2 million courses have been created, which means basically two two courses, courses per, per, <laughs> per, per. That's pretty per good, course. right? That's yeah. mass, kids. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah wow. I've had a lot of fun with it. I've made more than my I would love to see the breakdown too of uh, digital versus physical because I basically don't go, I don't buy physical discs anymore. I got I got both. I uh, <laughs> I bought the digital copy, so I was in contact with like a PR person from Nintendo. Uh, you know, where you know you have a YouTube channel like that, you sometimes talk with PR people. So I was like in communication. So you said she would send over a copy. I was like, great, I'll have an early copy. This will be awesome. I can get a head start. And then, like, it was the day before, and I was like, well, I don't know if this is going to come in time, so I guess I'll just buy it and preload it. And so I bought it, I preloaded it on my console, and then, like, three hours before the Mario Maker release, the thing shows up in the mail, and I'm like, oh, oh wow. okay. So I actually started streaming, like, three hours before official release. So I got a physical copy from Nintendo, but I also bought a digital copy, and so now I have two copies of Mario Maker. That's Maybe I'll do cool. something. I, uh... I don't normally buy stuff digitally just because the Wii U doesn't have a very big hard drive is my main thing. I actually like physical copies of things like DVDs and games. I don't know why. Do you get them shipped I don't, to I you? Guess, I guess Steam. Uh, no, I mean, no, I, I downloaded this one. This is one I downloaded only because I wanted it at midnight whenever it came out. Um, and it actually came out a little bit before midnight. It was like 11 and I started playing it. I was, I was watching Seth's stream waiting for it to come out. <laughs> I The only thing I don't like about the game uh, which is a really small criticism because I really enjoy it, is the unlock system. I, I wish they hadn't done it the way they did it because I mean, yeah. you just change the console time, which is silly. I don't know. I don't know how it's they can... It's not even it anymore. It's the way it works now. Oh, I guess maybe you can still do that. Yeah. You can unlock everything without changing the console time. You just have to like literally spam hundreds of blocks. And it's like, well, you've been playing for a while. We should just unlock the next thing for you. That's yeah, you- that's what Milby had told me, and I tried to get that to do it without like un- changing the console time. It's just faster, change the console time though. Like I spent like probably twenty minutes, just like no, you, you can do it. 
you did it wrong. You must have done it wrong or something. You maybe didn't like, like spamming like clouds. Like you have back. to place all the new blocks that you just unlocked before you can do. Well, that. I did that first. Like uh, that's the very first thing I would do. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like it, that was one of my limiting things for making courses. Is like I didn't sit down and unlock everything. I wanted to. I really wanted to make you know certain things. I was like, I don't have this block yet. Yeah. But. I don't know why they did it that way. I feel like it was no one thought very hard about it. They probably thought really hard about the unlock system. They're like, this is the great way to do it. And then when people complained about it, they just like, oh, God, we got to fix this. Yeah. And then they did this. Um, I was really yeah. worried before it came out. I know I expressed some concerns to you about how Nintendo does like Mario Kart and matching and just online things in general. And I was worried, but I think they did a really good job. It could be better. Yeah, but. It's it's good. Yeah, I agree. It could be it could be better. Hmm. It's good. It's good, though. Yeah. I've had yeah, I've had a good good amount of success with Mario Maker, Mario, Mario Maker levels. I just actually just before the podcast, I just checked my notification. I have fifteen thousand stars on my levels now, which means I just unlocked an extra ten uploads for a total of one hundred twenty uploads. <laughs> so, lucky, and lucky how many people. do you have up so far? Uh, I have I think seventeen. I think is the number. You got to get working, man. Yeah, yeah. you have a lot really more to make. Good. How many is I upload more levels, then I get more stars, and then it just increases. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> <You need to. laughs> what am I supposed to do? Stop Damn. sleeping, really. That's what yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fun though. Yeah, it's definitely very fun. Um, so you I know, love- you and I talked about the springs. I mentioned that the next the day night I got home, I mentioned our conversation about springs, and everyone says that you and I are remembering springs wrong, and they've always worked exactly how they work in Mario Maker. No. See, I don't I don't I don't actually have a Super Nintendo or Nintendo to go back and verify this anymore. Okay, maybe maybe okay. So what we're talking about is with springs in Mario Maker, it's the most obnoxious thing. In order to like get a high boost off of a spring, you have to hit jump at the right time when you step on the spring. Yeah. No, th- that's not how it works in Super Mario World. I swear you just hold down jump yeah. and you hit it and you spring off. Yeah. That's Oh, well, you don't have to time it. Yeah. No, you don't. You just hold down jump. I swear that's how it works. All right. I'll pull up an emulator while we're while we're uh, doing the podcast here. <laughs> Do you have like all the versions that are in Mario Maker? Do you at least have Mario? I only like, care about Super Mario World. Let's be honest here. <laughs> so maybe hmm. it was different in the original Mario, and we don't remember that far back. I don't know. I mentioned it in my video. It might have been in, in the original Mario. I think it might it might have been like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I hate it. It's stupid. E- even if it's always been like that, it's stupid because you don't know. Like, you don't know until you see whether Mario is oh, jumping high. Oh, God damn it. What? Sorry. I'm on a you, fucking you, website. You don't know until you see whether or not Mario's gotten the high boost, yeah. whether or not you've done it right. And so you have to commit to jump like the jump before you can actually see whether you've done it right. And it's uh, just there's no reason for it to be like that. Right. It doesn't make yeah. It, the the skill should be on landing that platform, not necessarily hitting a jump button at the. Especially everyone's making these courses where you have to hit like five springs in a row over a pit of death, and it's like if you miss one of those, I don't know. To to me, that's just not fun. But it, it, everyone's different, I guess. Yeah, you do have to press in Super Mario. You do have to press it, but it's the timing. It's way different timing. I just realized. Yes, you do have to press it at, while you're on the spring, but the timing is like much more forgiving. I've never accidentally not jumped off a spring. Anyway, like, it doesn't even make sense because it's when the spring is down. I don't know. 
I find I that half the time when I think I've jumped off of it, I have not. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I that's the most rage inducing moment for me in Mario Maker right now is the springs. Like if I see springs at a course, I don't I'm like them in my levels anymore. Yeah. They're the worst. All right. I, I see a lot of videos where it's people grabbing something, then jumping off something and throwing that thing so it bounces off something. So you've got a pixel perfect jump onto the thing as it's falling down. And, and to me, that doesn't look like fun. Is it? Yeah, I think everyone finds different enjoyment yeah. from different things, like really difficult execution versus just like a cool yeah. like puzzle versus, uh, yeah. I think people like watching other people do that stuff. And so there's most of the people who don't find it fun, but like watching it. And then there's a few people who want, you know, content creators who want people to watch their stuff. And so they're focusing on that type of really hard level. And so it's sort of like this, it's kind of like speed running, right? Like most people don't want to spend hours and hours learning how to speed run, but there's a lot of people who want to watch somebody who are willing to do that and like perfect it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm sure the course that you're thinking of is, uh, was it, what's his name? Seth? Uh, Pangea Panga. Yeah he's, yeah, he's done a lot of very popular, very hard Mario Mario Maker courses. Like, I enjoyed watching him go through that really difficult one he made, yeah. but I wouldn't want to even attempt it. It's it took him how thing. many hours to finally get it all right? Nine. Nine, Nine yeah. hours to upload it. <laughs> yeah. Cray cray. The thing is, in the world, like he's a, he's a speedrunner, and he also has made a lot of hard Mario ROM hacks in the past before Mario Maker and uh, in the world of speedrunning you that's what you do is you like find something really hard and then you just go at it for hours and hours until you get it and that's just there are a bunch of people who have like practiced this and like know how to do it and and I think that's uh, I see a lot of speedrunners trying to do those really hard levels it kind of reminds me of like um, World of Warcraft raid progression it's like you know the boss strat but you need everyone to execute perfectly and you just keep beating your head yeah. and sometimes it feels like you're beating your head against the wall, but it takes everyone to have that moment to get their stuff together to execute it perfectly. Anyways, that's all I have to say about Mario maker there. Cool. Moving on. Uh, the I- new iPhone came out. <laughs> Anybody did, did it? it? Uh, I know someone that tried. Yeah. Who's that? But they didn't. Uh, his name's Chad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tried. And he just couldn't. Couldn't do it. Wanna, Couldn't get it. You know, I bet if you lived in North Carolina, I, I don't know. Shut Chad, up. I, I, <laughs> Shut Chad up. always picks on me about where I live, so I want to like any chance I get. Anytime, anytime there's any moment that you're like, you know, crime is a lot better here, and uh, <laughs> so, so I happened, say again. So what happened? You live in a lawless. You yeah, like in like I Mad do. Max? It's basically Mad Max up in her. Um. So I a was I was upset. Uh, this is even before TwitchCon that AT and T would not allow me to change the address on my order because it has to match what is uh, the billing address for my iPhone. So I knew that the iPhone was going to arrive on the twenty fifth, but I was already going to be on a plane to San Francisco. So I was sad about that. I wouldn't get the phone super fast. Come back on Monday, or I come back on Sunday and go immediately sleep on Monday morning, go down to my office. Uh, they have uh, my name in the, um, in the little pad. I sign out my thing. It looks like, uh, so what happened was, uh, what I was expecting was when I got home that UPS, I saw a note from UPS uh, and that they would deliver it again on Monday. 
but when I looked at the uh, tracking number, it said that it had been delivered. And so sometimes UPS goes down and, and delivers it to the front office without me knowing or even wanting that feature. Um, so I went down to the front office, signed out. Uh, they signed for it. So I signed it out. Uh, me and the manager go back into the uh, storeroom and no package. And he goes, what'd you, what'd you order? I said, an iPhone. He goes, and he closes the door. I'm like, why was that? (laughs) Like, why was that the secret? Like, like word. (laughs) And we walk back to the, uh, to the office. Like, Hey, we're going to need to generate uh, a uh, report uh, for, for Chad here. Um, And he turns to me and says, this is the third iPhone that's been stolen out of our mail room. Oh, so, so it's probably an employee stealing. That's them, right? what I think. Right. It's an employee yeah. at my apartment complex stealing, um, stealing phones. I, I, have, uh, I suppose if it's an internal, then it can only be somebody in the building. That's, so, that's how that, I feel. Yeah. So I mentioned yeah. that to them, like, like, okay, like what's going to happen? Uh, cause you know, one of your employees is stealing. So, okay. So anyway, we're, we're jumping ahead. Uh, the thing is, is that I bought my phone outright. I, I did not buy it through AT&T or anyone, uh, which means that I'm 100% liable for the cost. It's not like w- if, if I had bought it on contract and it, it was AT&T, basically AT&T was out all that money. So for me, that's, and I got the uh, 64 gigabyte iPhone 6 plus, S Plus. So that's $924. Jesus. that is gone. Um, and they claim no responsibility. I printed out my lease here, uh, 40 something pages. They claim no responsibility for, um, items lost in their storeroom. Um, and so anyway, I came, I went back down and I was like, I can't, like, I can't believe this. Like a, do you not have security footage of the room? No, no, they don't B, uh, what, like it was one of your employees. Like, what the heck? Like, I don't trust any of you guys anymore. And they said, oh, well, we were broken into. We believe that it, we were broken into. Three okay. times. Three times, right? And I'm like, well, show mm. me the forced entry. Where, where, where's the, where's where's, the police report? Yeah, <laughs> that too. Where's the police report? Third, if they can get in without actually breaking down the door, that lock is the same lock that's on my door. How insecure... Are all the locks in this building? Um, so uh, I went down yesterday to uh, create a police report, uh, and I have it over there. Um, I still need uh, to be assigned a detective before the case goes any further. Um, but yeah, um, so and it's also it's been forty eight hours, and they were supposed to send me their internal stuff. Like that was the thing is they a they didn't have a police report. They didn't go to the cops about this. Because why on earth would you go to the cops to turn yourself in? Because everyone's going to assume that it's uh, it's their fault. You know, it's, it's them. They stole it. Um, and uh, and then they told me that they were going to give me their internal report stuff. And they still haven't after two days. This is now Wednesday. Would you watch them walking around with their new iPhones? And right. You know- <laughs> I, think, I think that that, first of all, I don't think that that clause in your lease would hold up in a court. Honestly, they signed for it. They were in possession of it and they're not giving it to you. It means they've stolen it from you. Right. Like 
either they've stolen it from you or someone has stolen it. Right. I feel like there should be that. liability. I don't know how all that works. I mean, because they, they basically have a non-liability clause in his lease. I don't know. Yeah. I can. Read I mean, I agree you. with you. I don't think it should hold up in court, but I don't know if it would or not. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just frustrating because also I never wanted UPS. I wanted it. I, I trust UPS more than I trust my place. And also it's just super inconvenient because like now I can never I can never have a package delivered to my apartment. Good thing mm-hmm. I have a P.O. box. But that is super inconvenient for me to have absolutely everything shipped to a P.O. box. I have to go mm. in at business hours to make sure I grab it. It's not going to be delivered right to my door. I have to drive over to my P.O. box to get it. Like, very, very frustrating. Yeah. Uh, presumably because you've never owned the phone, you've never turned it on, Apple can't track exactly. it. Exactly. It's the other thing. No find my iPhone because I never turned it on. Yeah. Can can they can Apple cancel it? You know the phone. Make it. Have worth you it? contacted Apple yet? That's actually I, a so question. I wonder if it's because it's got a serial number. They know all that. Yeah, yeah. The, I have not. I I was going to hold off on contacting Apple and UPS because I assume that the first thing that they're going to ask is where is the police report, and I don't yeah. have a police report number yet until a detective is assigned. And then they're probably going to come out here and interview a few people. And then I get my police report number. And then I feel like I, I just didn't want to wait. I, I could, but I just thought I'd be wasting people's time. The other question is, do you know who else has had them go? That's a good question. So what like, I want to do is like create a big sign that says, yeah. has this apartment complex stolen your phone? Question mark. <laughs> You know, yeah. send well, an email and then like stick it, like put it right in the in the front of the lawn, like you know, or put like flyers all around <laughs> so everyone knows that they're like stealing things. So I have some experience with this, Chad. What you do is you take your your existing iPhone and you just hold it like this, and you just stand in front of your apartment complex and just be irate. Oh, this is and, good. Uh, this is a good thing. <laughs> This is and, I was gonna uh, let some old elderly people like right. to use my iPhone, and now I can't. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah, like I should bring in easement laws or something. <laughs> yeah. Show damages. How you always donate your old iPhone to yes. charity and help. I don't know something. You do. You do lots of good things. Yeah, and- I'm gonna need to get you to write up a script for me because <laughs> you have a lot Phone. of experience in uh, getting things. Phones uh, for Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> Well, yeah, the sucks. problem is, is that, yeah, like that's the other thing is I kind of want to do like social justice warrior stuff, but there's no way to without saying, hey, I, this is where I live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I live yeah. right here and they're stealing my things. Right. I, I think it's probably worth finding other people. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's I live right here. And by the way, security isn't very good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And anyone can break into any door. <laughs> yeah. Whoops! So there it goes. Oh, oh, oh god! <laughs> and and they're attacking right now. Hello. It's, Hello. I still. It's like Cody's got trousers on today. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Good news. Hey, I even have on shoes. That's wow. uh, that's quite nice. I think that's uh, I'm right. turning on. There we go. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my story about uh, my iPhone uh, problem. This is exciting, this week. Yeah, I turned off so, uh, the camera. I don't know what the heck people are going to see. So there, this is not in the podcast. No, because... it's the camera's on. Oh, like, no, yeah, can... to you. Oh, uh, I see. In the recording. Okay. Uh, wow, this is wild. This is like in a uh, freaking hurricane. It, it's like two, it's the end of 2001, a space <laughs> <laughs> How many naked women are in your apartment? 
At least that's the crew. Seventy-two. Yeah. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> Virgins. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that was the that was the reference. Yeah. Um, you know. So okay. badge. Tell us about skateboarding. <laughs> well, um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five, the latest in the series, has come out. Uh, it's coming out in the states now, and it is coming out uh, Friday or Monday uh, in the UK. Uh, and apparently, it is another one of these games that is apocalyptically bad, uh, very, very broken. I, I when I read that videos. sentence, I thought that it was in a post-apocalyptic, like it was post-apocalyptic skateboarding. I, like, I don't wow. understand. I'm watching a video right now in Eurogamer about it, and it's this? it's a mess. Holy <laughs> crap! The physics are just so like there's no what is going on. Now it depends on who you talk to. Some people are saying because you can build uh, player-built levels. Some people are saying it's just that, and some people are saying the whole game is is knackered. Um, but it's uh, I don't know what my point is to this really, other than. This is a $60 game that you shouldn't buy. Um, the day one patch was seven gig. The game what? itself is four and a half gig. Wow. So that's a 50% bigger patch. Um, that's like a whole new game. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still, still broken. Um, it's, it's just sad. It, it's, <laughs> it's really <laughs> hilarious to watch, though. Someone yeah. should do a let's play of it. It's really bad. It reminds me of Goat Simulator. This is Goat Simulator. The the, the Polygon video is quite good because they, they're doing an actual you know review and uh, apparently it crashes on boot up uh, unless you create a guest account first. Um, so apparently it took them forty minutes to work that. Nick one. Robinson, you ready for the Shut um, up, Polygon? Oh my god! <laughs> Why is it that clicking the the, the the sound button doesn't mute it? Jesus Christ! I can't even see it in Firefox. I have to open it up with something else. Um, but yes, it's, oh, it's it's dreadful. It's dreadful. Uh, and it's, it's games like this should not be, AAA titles should not be coming out in this state. Again, it's um, Assassin's Creed later again. I mean, it's, this feels this like... Patch it later. That's the new gaming industry. It feels yeah. like there's, there's so many games where they just patch it to completion. Can I just interrupt? I know I've been silent for the last several, several minutes. Uh, everyone who told you that you had to press <laughs> jump on the spring while at the moment you wanted to jump is a liar, and they should feel bad about themselves because <laughs> I just ha- hacked a spring into the first level of the ROM of Super Mario World, and you can just jump as high as you want. Just hold down jump. You're good. Just hold down jump. Yeah. I was... Yeah. I thought we were right. Yeah, Suck we're right. People. We're the most right, is what we are. Uh, we are. I like. Anyway, continue with your. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so apparently, um, Skate Skate Two and Skate Three are fifty percent off this week because EA have been uh, <laughs> holding so bad. That's good. <laughs> I They've always love it when uh, other companies like take advantage of <laughs> of you know crummy situations for their com- competition. Like Tesla made a joke about VW, which I thought was hilarious. Um, it's so. not funny. It was. It was very funny. It's 
very funny. Yeah. Actually, Elon see- Musk came out this week to say that the Volkswagen thing is as bad as everyone's making it out to be compared to all the fucked up well, shit. We- I, I heard something quite interesting the other day, which was um, the American emissions are really tight, but only on nitrogen dioxide, which is the diesel. They're mm-hmm. not so tight on carbon dioxide. And the reason for that is most oh. of the diesel cars in the US are European imports. And if they try I've and cut heard that, that down, conspiracy theory before, I don't yeah. know if that's true, though. Well, carbon dioxide, yeah, carbon dioxide isn't what causes smog. That's why it's not. No. The and that's, that's the reason that most of the regulations have come about is because California wanted to reduce its smog. So California created its own regulations. And every basically everyone in the world wants to sell cars in California because it's huge. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs a car in LA. Uh, and so it's the smog is the reason why. Carbon dioxide is something they're kind of starting to try and crack down on. But it's hard. It's basically really hard to remove carbon dioxide from emissions unless you just have an electric vehicle. Yes. Yeah. There, there is another rumor that um, we had a, a quite large diesel surplus in the 90s, which is why everybody over here pushed for diesel. It was cheap. Um, but it, it is a dirty fuel. It is. But apparently, also, I was reading that um, a lot of the other manufacturers are actually worse than VW. So technically, VW is cleaner, just not as clean as they say. (laughs) There's there's a smug smile from Goose. (laughs) We were talking, right? And we found we there was another. You know, it's it's come out that uh, it now does it only when the steering wheel doesn't move, right? So if you're driving straight, it would go into this low emission mode or whatever. Well, you, don't, you don't have corners in America, so that's fine. Oh, right. <laughs> but it's like, that doesn't seem, that actually seems like a feature. Like, okay, you're not moving, so we'll go into this low emission state. Like, if the CEO hadn't been like, oh, yeah, we screwed up. Like, <laughs> you caught us. Oh, you caught us. Like, I would I would probably agree that, like, that was a feature built in and it had the unintended consequences of of screwing up all of the... That's the lie. Testing. That's what I was telling Chad. That's the lie I would have ran with if I was yeah, the CEO yeah. of Volkswagen. I would have at least tried. Like, what's their legal counsel? <laughs> Who the fuck thought it was a good idea to immediately admit to like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, I would have. Like, I would have. I would have argued with anyone. Volkswagen would have No, it was just an accident, guys. At the same time, though, think about how many companies it's like, you know that they're lying. You know that they were doing something evil and greedy and they just will not admit to it. And everyone's just like, if you would just own up to this, like, we would not hold this over your heads. I but don't see, know. That is plausible to me. It. It's so plausible yeah. that that yeah. engineers built in when you're driving straight, you don't need extra power. Or so we're going to lower like, everything light or whatever. Yeah. So we're going to lower, you know, lower the, the output of the engine because you're just driving straight. You don't got to turn all over the place. You're fine. And unintended we didn't realize that whenever they do tests they never turn the steering wheel so like that's how it works that seems totally plausible to me the the action of the steering pump actually caused a problem not not you know it it was that it's it's unintended yeah i think you're right they've missed a beat there but apparently they did do this in in the 70s as well so they have form yeah, and then and also some of the menu some of the parts manufacturers had sent him a letter in two thousand seven saying, "We see what you're doing. You probably you couldn't you shouldn't be putting this in like oh, wow. actual cars that you're putting out on the road, right? You're wow. not doing that." Right? And Volkswagen didn't really respond to that. So, oh wow! But that's all coming from their internal investigation. Like Volkswagen's releasing this information 
I think there are people in, in Volkswagen that don't know. I don't know. We should, we talked about this last week. This is a sad story. We shouldn't talk about it too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, Tesla, did you see they relate? This is actually something bad shared. Was that they had a bio, was a bio warfare filter in their new car? Yeah. You can, yeah. you, can pr- you can press a button and it will go through the hepatic yeah, HEPA, HEPA level, whatever. Yeah. The, the filter, um, and apparently it will bring clear air, even though there's a bio war going on outside. Yeah, it says that it's doesn't it say how long for quality air, but yeah, it doesn't say how long it'll work. <laughs> All the fucking comments on that thing is like, Oh, could you get behind a Volkswagen? Yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> people are funny. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing I've always known about those the, the pollen filters, particularly, is they're always right up in the firewall and they cost a fortune to replace because a they're expensive and b you've got to take half the engine out to get it. And obviously, they don't have an engine in a Tesla, so I just hope someone makes an electric car that actually doesn't look like shit someday. That's what I keep hoping for. Oh, you know, a pretty one. Pretty electric. not particularly. Pretty, we found yeah. out, by the way, at TwitchCon, uh, the only thing you need to do to make a pr- car that Good thinks is pretty is put round headlights on it. Yeah, done. That's step one for sure. Turbo. I mean, this stuff, it needs to be. It needs to be rounded. The whole vehicle needs to like sharp edges. Like they totally Volkswagen has fucked the Jetta line too. Like they just. I don't know. Like cars that with these sharp edges. I don't know. I just don't like it. I like round. <laughs> <laughs> you like round things, huh? Yeah, I'm a okay. round things. Like balls. And you always tell the truth about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. How long has this podcast been so far? Okay, moving on to Ask Crack. Good, you first. I am. Uh Okay, here we go. Uh, Gen C says, uh, Hi, Minecrackers. Thanks for all the hard work you put into your content. My question is for all of you. As a kid, was there a toy you always wanted for Christmas or your birthday, but your parents never got it for you? If you could, would you buy it now just for nostalgia's sake? I know I wanted the Thundercats sword, the one that he he would summon, he'd look through, and he would like, Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats. And like it took like a, I got it eventually, but I remember like a, a birthday pass. And I didn't get it, and I was like so upset. No wait, Christmas pass, and then my birthday was a January, and I got it my birthday, but I didn't get it at Christmas, and I was like. But anyways, that's my that's the one that come to mind at least. There was no like specific toy for me, but we really didn't have a lot of game consoles growing up. We we had a Nintendo, we got a Genesis, and we got a Super Nintendo, and then after that, we really just like. Didn't have any game consoles. Um, my brother got a PlayStation for his bar mitzvah. He let me play it sometimes, but, you know, my big brother, so. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. Uh, but, yeah, we really didn't have a lot of game consoles growing up, and I always wished we had a bit more, but we couldn't really afford it. <laughs> so. I always wanted a Hot Wheel. Not a Hot Wheel. Not just, a Hot Wheel. The, what just was the one Hot Wheel. Just one Hot so Wheel. The 99 <laughs> I could not. We could not scrape like, together enough can, paintings for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I meant uh, like we eat this month or you get a Hot Wheel. Pat, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, we had to buy hot dogs instead. So that's it has hot in the name. Um, no, what was it? What was the little yeah, car? Something wheels. Like big right. wheels? I, was it big, big wheels? wheels? Oh, uh, yeah. Big wheel. Like big the little wheel. like electronic. Yeah. yeah. I really wanted big wheels. Yeah. Okay. I wanted that too. 
and then I never, ever, ever got got it. Um, and now, do I want to buy it for nostalgia's sake? No, because I own my own bigger wheels. Yeah. I own a car. That was the joke. <laughs> we had this thing when I was little that was a little train. It was like a big wheel, except it would only work on really like the ground. No, so like I remember my dad would put out like ten. And it would be like the train track for this little electric train, but you had it had to have a track basically. But it, it had it had to be flat, a flat hard surface. Hmm. I still have it actually. It was in the garage when we cleaned up the garage. It's, I wanted a dog, but I don't think that counts as a toy, does it? Um, Do you want one? It's <laughs> a living uh, thing, man. <laughs> um, I I did always want the um, Star Wars figures, the the big. Ships, yeah, like like the oh yeah, like, like the Millennium Falcon and like yeah, I found all my Star Wars figures the other day actually. When I was Probably a kid, there's the original yeah. Chewbacca. Oh, yeah. oh wow! I have like uh, the actual metal R two D two and C three PO as well for that same set. I, I had the C three PO that comes apart because of a bag that Chewie carries. Yeah, amongst other things. Yeah, my mate always had like. Not rich parents, but parents that seem to buy them lots of toys. And yeah. See, what's the what's the over under on that? Should I should I you know buy my kids lots of toys, or make them wallow and then have these fantastic memories when they get over a goal, get older like us of uh, gifts they never got? I'm just spoiling the fuck out of my daughter. Like we just buy her everything. You are those parents. Oh man, I had yeah. a she's friend still, when she's I was younger. Be dancing on a pole when she's older, though, isn't she? We've already discussed that before. Wow. My daughter on a pole. <laughs> You've discussed that before. <laughs> you know, my cousins always had like everything. And then I found out later that my dad, who was a police officer, caught them shoplifting one time. And so he told me that like many years later. He's like, well, yeah, they just steal it all. I was like, like this is a good idea. Why didn't <laughs> I think of this? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's, people who steal are, should uh, burn not <laughs> they, they should, should stop they should bring my iphone back and they should also <laughs> that, that is a period when i was like 12 or 13 where me and my cousin would go to roses what that's the thing anymore and we would still cds like not even cds that we wanted it was just no, like, no. It's, it's a rite of passage for a lot of kids i think isn't it you all go through that kind of phase where you like they were in the plastic thing and like we'd always go to like the fishing supply first and get like wire cutters and then go and cut them out of the plastic thing like so we even like would take the tools from within the store to cut them out of the plastic <laughs> thing like yeah that's funny the worst i ever did as a kid i never shoplifted or anything was uh, i was with a friend and he was trying to get past a level in zelda and so we went over to the the guides and he ripped the pages out of the guide that he needed <laughs> and stuffed off in his pocket and i felt bad about that for Ever, I like basically didn't hang out with that kid anymore because I felt so he, bad about he was it. A bad egg. Yeah, he was really a bad egg. And that was. I almost got caught. This is actually the last time I ever did anything like that. We, I had, was visiting my aunt and uncle in, in Charlotte, and we went to Best Buy and I, like opened up a game in the store. And like I looked over and I saw an employee catch me doing it. And so like I put it. I, I had already taken it out of the package, and so I went around to another aisle, took it out of my pockets, and put it back on the on a different shelf and then like as we were leaving the store they had called the police and the police were there waiting yeah. with me and my uncle and they like pulled me into this side room and they're like all right give it up and i'm like 
are you talking about? What are you talking about? They're like, we saw you. And they like searched me and everything. I was like, dude, what the hell? My like uncle pitched a fit. I never <laughs> did tell him. I was that close. I just knew I was about to get caught. <laughs> time i like it's like all right i'm gonna end up getting like arrested i should stop i don't think i would add the foresight of the kid as a kid like if i just get rid of the evidence like then see you didn't even have the foresight of the kid you stole the 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 the, or you burnt all the things and then hid it under your friend's bed oh yeah the that's a different story that was a different story you already told that on the podcast but yeah um i almost burned out of prince house seth and I hid their blinds under my friend's bed because I didn't want them to find the blinds. I went into another house, stole blinds from the other house, and put up new blinds after I burned down their blinds. If I had just gotten rid of the blinds, they never would have known, but I hid them under the mattress in my friend's room. And yeah. Bad idea, bad idea. Hello, pod yeah. crackers and potential guest. That's you, Seth. Simple question. Cash or ATM slash credit card? I prefer the electronic variants since I hate carrying around more than 10 pounds of cash with me. Sorry. 10 squigglies of cash with me because I'm paranoid about losing it. P.S. Hail Lord Bedge. It's probably also because of the fact that all your fucking money is coins and who wants to deal with that bullshit? It's coins. That's the the biggest reason that the the cash is just terrible. I we hate throwing them at strippers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, what's the health policy for? So, like, I pay for everything with credit card, and I just pay it off every month. So, I've never paid interest on a credit card, but I also get like one and a half percent back. So, it's like everything yeah. on sale, one and a half percent off. Right? America, you, you you can't survive unless you have a credit card. Everything yeah. seems to revolve around a credit card. Well. What? Everyone takes cash. I've never ever online not been able shopping. To take cash. Yeah, I know. Online shopping you can get a credit card for, but yeah, in person you everyone takes cash. Okay, they sure. have to take cash. Yeah. They're legally required to. Yeah. Well, like what I hate is places that don't take cards. There's several like every ice cream shop near here is cash only. Yeah. So if you like you want to like take your kid out for ice cream, you better have cash. I don't mind oh. that as long as see, I don't like having a thick wallet. So I will always if I ever go to the bank, I'll always trade like I'll be like, here's all these fives and tens. Give me the least amount of bills. And so like, if you're a cash only place, you better be ready to deal with my fifties. Like I don't. I've never seen anything less than a hundred dollar bill come out of your wallet. It's actually. like seriously, yeah. like I don't like lots of ones and twenties and whatnot. Like I'm like, if, think, yeah. <laughs> this is like personal problems to the extreme. I, know. I don't like all these. These small denominations, like twenties, you know. <laughs> same thing. Same thing with with coins. Like I will get if basically if no, you give coins. me coins as change, hooray! You've just given yourself fifty cents tip because yep. I don't want to no. keep it. I do that a lot. Well, all notes look the same as well. But. Unless um, they're I rude, think... and then I'm like, I'm I, this is punishment for me. <laughs> I will show you. It depends on this how much yeah. is in your bank account. I think if if you are poor you tend to want to keep cash around because you're better at tracking it yeah it's uh, true if you just because because the, the card is your, your magic magic free money isn't it really yeah um, it's hard to know exactly what's in there like like i know yeah. that i'll have enough like i know like oh that's you know a 20 dollar item i'm not gonna break the bank see, on that i did see last year somebody invented uh like um I don't think it was a charged card. I think it was connected to something, but it had a little screen, yeah, um, an e-paper screen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was quite a nice idea because it kind of told you what was in there. Uh, I don't know if the coin told you exactly how much was in there, but the coin could switch in between different credit cards. 
Yeah. Uh, the thing is, is that now with like everyone's phone, you can just check your bank account at any moment. You know, it's like, oh, do I have enough cash to 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 cover this? The thing that truly the the thing that I want everyone to adopt is mobile payment. Like being able to tap to pay is like so nice. Yeah, I mean, I've got that on my card. Oh, secure. Well, I'm talking about like from my phone, huh? Never had it work. I've tried three times. All three times, the system failed, and that's that's my limit. It's like this is an embarrassing thing. It's the same as like. It feels like your card's being declined, even though it's not. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's just just it's look the, for the Apple Pay logo. And then, no, I no, I, no, I'm talking about this. I because I wanted to check out Apple Pay. I tried it with my watch. I tried my watch twice and once with my phone. Here's what you do: uh, go to an Apple store and buy something, and then and if it fails, you're like, fix it, freaking fix yeah. it. No, I've I'm I'm good. I'm just I my card's good. It works. The thing it's, is, it's is that like works. it's so much more secure. Like the big reason I like it is because yeah, yeah. whoever you're doing it with, they don't get your credit card number. When you authenticate, you authenticate with your fingerprint. You know. Yeah, but how do you feel about the fact that every government secured fingerprint is now owned by China? That's the yeah. That's a problem. You never ever ever put fingerprints in the cloud. That's why Apple did it right. Well, I know, but now that like China owns all our fingerprints, is it is it still it's government is the best fingerprints? That's the government's yeah, freaking yeah. fault. They screwed but have up. But you never had a background check done by the government. That was no. That was government employees. Anyone that's ever had a background check through a contractor also was included in that. Really? Yeah. 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 Which so I, that's a I've problem. That yeah, my fingerprints definitely in that database. Of yeah, things. probably mine is too. Then. Yeah. yeah, but how do they match it up with your? I don't know. Because yeah. they have yeah, the same name. They, yeah. If it's background track, you yeah, assume well, people with the same name though. Well, not me. There's literally not not. <laughs> there's only one other. There's three other people with my last name. I, I know them all. If if it was a background check, wouldn't it be your name, your social security number, your address, yeah, yeah, yeah. your fingerprints included too? Yeah. Like now they have everything. Yeah. This is dumb. This is so dumb. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it, it, do, it does best out to think about these things on most days. It really does, because, like, <laughs> what? <sighs> There's no way to authenticate. If, if that's true, it's like, okay, like, DNA sequencing is, like, the mm-hmm. next step. And, I mean, right and, now, it's not so easy to replicate a fingerprint and, and authenticate with it, but the technology is going to change in a way that it will be. I mean... Public key cryptography is a thing. I think someday we'll all have chips implanted. That's what I hope. That's that, true. Like do do like public key cryptography. So there's really no way unless you actually like dig the physical chip out of somebody's skin. There's no way to like get their identity. I think that would that, be ideal. That would be ideal. But it's like, how do you like? But then you have to regulate it too. Like it has to be. It'd be ideal if it was the same across the world, right? Like we can't even get that part down right now with our simple, simple system. I mean, maybe I don't know. This it frustrates like, me oh, also that like, how do you set up that initial? Oh, I know who you are, and you are who you say you are. When yeah. you've now lost something like your social security number, your name, your address, your fingerprints, like. You walk into a thing and if you've spoofed all that and you just happen to get to the government agency that's now giving out the public, cre- public key crypto stuff, 
like if if right. I was late, the thing is, now the, the government me. the government doesn't need to store a private key, and that's the only thing that right. like that you can but use. What that. Chad has said is someone can get your private key first, and then whenever you go in to identify, as let's say you have to Chad, go to a government like, agency oh, no, to you generate that identified. private key. But the, the the government never has your private key. You generate your own private key. You tell it to the government, and then they like sign your. They like sign your private key, like yeah. But okay, so, I guess so, the so, 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 so let's say let's say that uh, I'm trying to generate my private key, but someone ahead of me has generated their own private key, told the public keys to the government, and then given them all the rest of the credentials, which are now public, that they're me. Now th- the me file on the government's website is associated with that guy's private key. But if you have to like be there in person with your like sure. face and. Every, doesn't matter. Like, yeah, but it's easy to make a fake ID, right? You can easily make a fake government-issued ID and say you're me with your picture on it. Then that's like an entirely different person. It's not like it's not going to be associated with anything that your actual public key is associated with. Your bank account and stuff is going to be opened with your public key. Like, yeah, I guess I guess what I was thinking about is like, let's say all that stuff's already there, and now they're just associating you with that. I like, guess. your yeah. name doesn't even matter anymore. Now, your name doesn't matter anymore. It's just your public key that matters, right? entirely different identity at that point so it doesn't even matter because it's not your it's not your guess, bank account. yeah maybe that's the thing is you go in and you're just hey it, you know clean slate now now you are this public key all the yeah, time then, you yeah. then you have to go to your bank i guess someone can still get ahead of you i don't know whatever anyways moving frustrating on. uh badge if you were to pick an automobile do you guys really use the word automobile all the time no really long, car car yeah if you had to pick a car for each other to own and drive, what would it be and why? And of course, hell, what badge? <sighs> Obviously, good gets a, di- uh, a diesel. No, 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 no. Good, no, 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 no. no. Good gets <laughs> a Mercedes with the slimmest headlights available. <laughs> okay, no rounded headlights. He's already said he's already complained about Tesla in this podcast. Yeah. <gasps> no, so I feel like. We'll give him an Alfa Romeo SV because it's got six little round ones at the front. There you go. Why do you hate me? So, oh, listen. I, I see, I was going to be nice. I was going to give Chad a Tesla and oh, Chad a Tesla. Okay. And okay. Uh, I, don't know. I don't actually you know. You get what a I, Tesla? And you get yeah. a Tesla? I don't know what Bash would actually want. Like, I would want a Porsche. A Tesla. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably want a Porsche, I think. You see, now, funnily enough, if I had the money to go out and buy a Porsche, I think there's quite a lot of cars I'd have before I went and bought a Porsche. The limiting factor for me buying a Porsche is the fact that my driveway is dirt and so long. That is why I haven't bought a Porsche. Bought a Porsche. That is literally the limiting factor. Yeah, so I really want So pave it. I've considered that. Yeah. <laughs> I really want dropping want 100K shirt. on a car... You can spend the the seven thousand to get it paved. You, you, you had some machinery there for it as well. You've yeah, that. actually, well, they well that machinery recently came and brought me new gravel. I guess they decided I needed it, and then you oh pave over it like, oh yeah, thanks for the new gravel. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, Seth, you were saying something. Uh, yeah, I, I really want my next car to be electric. Same. I, I, I'm just my. I have my Camry, and it's gonna go until it you know until it goes. But after that, wherever the state of electric cars are, I'm probably just gonna just buy a a one year old electric car. Same. But you you're in a you're in a city, aren't you? Um, do you go long distance traveling at all? No, I drove to Portland like 
a few months ago. But honestly, no, I, I almost never go from one city to another with my car. But, you know, I'm so. really surprised. I, you know, I drove from uh, San Francisco to L.A., and I kind of I wanted to see how, how well I could beat the GPS, which sounds super nerdy and dumb. But uh, I filled up once in San Francisco and then didn't want to fill up until I got all the way to L.A. And that entire drive was like three hundred and ninety something miles. And the total range of the new Teslas is like two hundred and some. So like they, they the new I know it's it's a little higher. Actually, the, they I saw that somebody got over five hundred miles in a single charge. That's like so that far. Like I think is I've actually I've been looking. I've never seen in my state a charging station, a public charging station. Yeah, they're not like so the Teslas have this feature that'll like route you to the charging stations and it'll be like, oh, you only have this much battery left, so you can you should use this one instead of that. so um yeah, but it, I by the time my Camry dies, these things are just so like reliable. By the time my Camry dies, I'm sure there'll be more. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be uh, a lot better infrastructure. I'm hoping that they change the headlights on the Porsche concept car for their electric. Round the announced a, yeah. They've always, they've been historically round. Why the fuck did they change it for the electric car? Anyways, uh, because I really anything. like the look of that. I like that uh, it's going to charge over a pad. It doesn't actually plug in. I think that's pretty cool. Um, so a friend of mine got, um, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was a Nissan or one of, one of the electric cars. Um, and it, it said the range was 200 miles or something. And then when he actually drove, he drove it to drop his daughter off at school, drove to work, charged it at work, and came home and barely made that every day. And it was, yes, it was 60 I miles. believe had a much shorter range. Yeah. We did, I think, you know, until we get some really decent range upgrades, then we're always going to struggle. I think T- Tesla reckons it's going to be huge soon doesn't he but yeah the other thing is that i mean if you think like in the future it's only going to get better because if you think about how how crazy an idea it is to set stations across all over the world that have tanks of flammable gas in them (laughs) and then everyone (laughs) will come up and pay for that individually like that's a crazy stupid idea being able to just hook into the electric network and then charge you for it seems like a way simpler idea. Yeah. So I think it's only going to get better, you know. And there's also the fact that like Tesla is building currently building a factory which is set to double the lithium ion production of the world. Right. Like mm-hmm. things are things are changing and they're changing pretty fast. So there is battery um, development going on anyway you know, yeah. storage capabilities of batteries yeah they're working on that too i, I think i think it's gonna, there's gonna be a lot of changes in the coming years that's yeah. what i'm really holding out on like i keep looking at their modular battery system and it really excites me because i want to do solar power actually oh, i yeah. spent seven fucking hours on the phone today but i got my power cut on in my building i don't want to talk about all the hurdles but you guys know I what they are still hate yeah. how you say cut on i'm yes. sorry <laughs> turned on turned on activated um so yeah, I'm excited about that. But I want to do solar power up there. But uh, I want—I don't want to sell it all back to the power company, which is how they, they standard they standardly do it here. They set it all up, and anytime you're not using that power, it's just all going back into the grid. And I would rather store the power myself and, mm-hmm. and use it. Yeah, um, you can still sell off the excess that you can't sell. Yeah. To, so right, right. Um, so, but the best solution I've seen for that storage is the Tesla, the Tesla's modular battery system. So. Anyways, 
Yeah, that's the other thing because because charging is still a, a long process. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the high current stuff, it still takes a long time to charge a car up. So well, not the can. superchargers. No, yeah, they can do like fifteen minutes full charge. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not. A, it's more like forty-five for a full charge. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I think it was fifteen yeah. minutes for like a like sixty-two percent. Right? But like, even so, have... that's you know, even fifteen minutes is it's it's still inconvenient compared to filling out with petrol. Yeah. Sure, but I mean, it's worth that. The other thing is that it's then, right. it's free. Any of the yeah. Tesla's yeah. chargers, you know, they're for well, you. You kind of prepay for it. But then they're, they're also working on this other thing where you can actually just like go to the station and it'll just swap out your battery for you. And See, that thing is interesting to me because like that would change my outlook on everything. Because right now yeah. I look at the longevity of the batteries from start to finish. And if they're constantly just being swapped like with random batteries all over the world – that's no longer it's no longer your battery anymore. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that, that's the problem with, with electric cars is you after five years or so, there's a guarantee on the battery, isn't there? And and people turn the cars in before those battery warranties wear out because they're really bloody expensive. Yeah. Um and so yeah, if you are swapping them out with random batteries, presumably there is some checks going on. Well, it's off. the way it works is they keep track of your battery. So if you're like on a road trip, you like go, you swap it out at one of these stations, and then on your way back, you swap it. It's been recharged, and then you swap it back in. Oh, it's still or your you battery. It it's still your battery. Yeah. Oh, I think you should just. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would I, know, sign up for like a subscription service. Yeah. Who knows how it'll be in the future? Mm. Yeah. Mm. What if you're not coming back? Interesting though. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you're moving cross country. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was reading about uh, this is a totally different subject, but Elon Musk's idea to send people to Mars and how it'll be half a million dollars. A lot of people are saying that's really outrageous price-wise. But if you think about it, if you just sell everything you own, like you're not coming back to Earth, right? You're fucking leaving and going to Mars. So half a million dollars is not that much money. You just liquidate all your assets, and you're gonna, you have like a prefab waiting for you on Mars. I think you're overestimating the average American. <laughs> or maybe, maybe. Okay, think, yeah, but I it's not as unreachable, I guess, as, as some would originally think when they think about, well, you know. Like what already, I think I, of is like a house purchase, right? Like a, yeah. a normal house is about that cost. Like, like, I yeah. Like, maybe not. No, you a still need house, somewhere to live when like, you get there. Well, that's the thing. That's included in the in the half a million. No. Yeah, it is. It is. It totally is. When you get there, there's a colony waiting for you. Uh, that doesn't Burn mean that you don't have to pay for housing. I don't think that. The, I don't. Th- I think you're. I, I might be wrong. Because what I've heard him say is that he wants to be the guy getting everyone there, and then let the economy build up around that. That's what I've heard. That's what I've seen. I've seen him say in talks. So I don't think he's talking about that, including he's saying that there will be a colony there because, you know, they're economically someone has, you know, decided they can make money off and whatever. But I, I don't know about. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I guess it's not like a like a all inclusive, you know, your food and everything for life uh, is paid for. I don't think so. But, uh, yeah. OK. Anyways, we can move on. Yeah, uh, we're about done with the podcast. Do we want to answer this one last question or? Might as well. It's there. Wrap it up. All right. Go ahead, Seth. All right, everyone. What? This is uh, from Garth- Gartholomew James Leopold Coleman III. Uh, here's a question, though. What is a gift that you thought somebody would, would just love or go crazy over, but they hated it? Or the other way around, someone was so ecstatic to give you a gift, and you're like, what am I supposed to do with this? That's that last one's kind of 
me. Mm. I don't know if I want to see that because yeah, what if it's public now? I remember in. I got uh, this girl earrings in middle school that I thought she would really, really like. And she opened them up, and I remember she looked at them, and it was the obvious, like, oh, thanks. Mm. <laughs> like, it was that, it was, it, she was really bad at it, too. You know, Julia, I haven't oh, seen you wearing those earrings around recently. She oh, never, yeah. I never wore them. Never, ever, ever. I was so embarrassed. I, felt I so remember bad. my great grandmother um, got me a jumper that she'd hand knitted that had a very large horse head in the middle of the front. It was like <laughs> thick brown. Uh, it's shirt you cannot refuse. Oh, it, was, <laughs> it was just ahead of her time. Horse heads are in style now. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a real thick, knotted knit, knitting. You know, it was oh, fishnet. Nothing comes to mind. My grandmother used to give me Jakar, the cologne, every year. And every year the bottle got larger. And by, I remember the last year it was like this fucking like gallon thing of Jakar. And I was, that was what I found. It was just like, I don't like this and I've never worn it. Please stop buying it. Yeah, I think that I think was like when I learned. Like, a message. You tell people. You a message. You smell, it. man. Yeah. I, I'll say that my dad, for like a period of a couple of years, really loved – usb thumb drives this is kind of when they were new so it was like he would get us like 128 meg thumb drives it was pretty big back then or whatever it was normal size but like every christmas or whatever hanukkah whatever it was just always like the next bigger size of thumb drive <laughs> he just loved these things and he would get it you know like he would get them for discount at like fries or whatever they would have these really good discounts and and we like my my siblings and i all just like Whenever we got one of these things, we just like look over at the other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, that's dad. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I read I mean, something. I that's, them, I'm sure, but it's just you got really excited about thumb drives. My my, I've, I've I've mentioned this before a long time ago, but my grandfather got me a Christmas present once, and you know you kind of feel the wrapping to try and work out what it is, give it a shake or something. It was quite heavy, quite dense, but very soft around the edge, and a very hard core in the middle. I couldn't work out what it was. It didn't make a noise, so I shook it. I opened it up, and it was a pair of socks wrapped around a large jar of Marmite. <laughs> That's funny. And you didn't guess? Large, you know, I didn't, you get didn't guess that. Jeez. I remember reading something that uh, it was, whenever you receive a gift, this is the gift that they would like to receive, but given to you. And I... Every once in a while, I'll open up something and I'll be like, you know, I don't really want this, but I could see that you really want this. And then I have to catch myself a lot of times when getting gifts for other people. I'm like, oh, my God, like, look at this super cool, like, you know, item or whatever. And I'm thinking, actually, I just want this. Like, they don't want this. Like, this is me. Like, I'm excited about this. And then I don't think that they're going to be excited about it. Um, At time when you buy your girlfriend a Nerf gun. Right. I'm pretty forgiving. <laughs> I'm pretty forgiving when it comes to gifts, though. I think I'm really hard to shop for. Generally, like I don't really want that much, and what I do want, I just buy pretty much. Yeah. So, and let like the what I like out of gifts is just that it's a surprise. So even if it's not something I'm gonna like use a ton or whatever, I just like being surprised with something that I would. I should have gotten of. you that stair stepper. I'm I'm sad that I didn't get that uh, for you. You know, I, that was in my mind. I didn't think you'd like it so much, mm-hmm. but now I see you got one yourself. So. Well, yeah, in the background. <laughs> okay. 
Gotcha. It's not. It's actually an elliptical. It's a ninety-two dollar elliptical. Maybe I, maybe I should hop on it because the sounds that it makes are just like demon sounds. <laughs> sure. like, you feel like you feel like you're gonna, when you're on it, like it's just literally every piece, like every piece is just going to come apart. You're going to have like a hundred pieces on the ground all of a sudden. <laughs> all the nuts just, and bolts just like fly out. There's springs everywhere. That's funny. Well, by it the seems way, small the for an elliptical. It seems like that's it, what you get for buying the cheap, literal cheapest elliptical on Amazon. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, that, oh, oh, sorry. I no, feel like it, I, can't be sorry. Nah, I'm it. wrap it up for the podcast. Thanks everyone for watching. Thanks Seth for being here. And uh, if you want to subscribe on YouTube or iTunes, you can do so at mindcracklp.com slash podcast. There's links there to subscribe. You can also submit uh, your questions. Excuse me, your questions for us. <laughs> I, I sort of have a heart right. attack in the middle of that. Yeah, your questions for us uh, also there are on that page, mindcracklp.com slash podcast. Thanks, everyone, for watching the podcast. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Who's this baby?